This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and why pay $72 for a bra when I could just continue to have these unsupported swaying in lumps for free? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. <laughs> uh, I'm Brandy Posey. And what if all of this stale AI art film media bullshit ends with us just reading books again? Imagine. <laughs> I'm Tess Barker. And life is like a box of chocolates. A lot more fun when you don't have self-control. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome. It's the Lady to Lady podcast. Yeah. Can I tell you guys, my tweet was inspired by the fact that I have had seized candy on the brain for five days now. Ooh. Yeah. And you haven't indulged? You've just been thinking? Well, the issue I've been having is where does one get seized candy? Oh my God. Seas are everywhere. Really? Yeah. I feel like there's usually a factory under an overpass. Well, I know, but we don't live by overpasses. Like, where do I get it? Where do I go? I it's weird because I I feel like sometimes I will drive around and just I will see one that is kind of unexpected. They're they're very randomly placed. Like I've seen them many times when I wasn't in the market for one, but now that I'm Mm -hmm. like really wanting a box (laughs) of C's chocolate, I'm like, is this an hour long errand I'm gonna have to run? Obviously, I could Google it, but I mean, it feels like it. I, I will say, apparently the site it. of the sea, first Seas Candy is in Los Angeles. Mm. Yeah, is it the one out by the airport on La Cienega? No, it's like in Hollywood. Okay. I don't think I ever knew what Seas Candy was until I moved out here. Oh, really? You guys didn't, that yeah. wasn't a big thing on the East Coast? What, no, yeah, it was not a big thing on the East Coast, at least in Maryland where I grew up, I don't think. Also, because I, I got it confused with, um, remember those shoes that were called candies? That yeah. they had like... <laughs> I was like, oh, the shoe place also makes candy is like what I thought when I first saw those factories out here. I was like, oh, what a strange. They should have done a collab. That would be so cute. Yeah. With the old Mrs. C's and she's in some hot ho ho heels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, so C's was definitely a thing growing up. Like the, it was like the thing you would get for mom, yeah. you know, when you're like, uh, like Mother's Day, just like I don't know what else to do. Here you go, a thousand percent. It's the generic Mother's Day present. It's you give it to your mm-hmm. teacher at Christmas. Um, I think that's why we always had a lot of seeds growing up because I'm like a teacher's kid, so there was mm-hmm. like, oh, oh yeah, you're getting an influx yeah. of seeds. Was there anything else you were getting specifically because she was getting like teacher gifts? Yeah, we always had. Um, she gave me her Starbucks cards because she doesn't. Oh drink hell coffee, yeah! So we always, but like mil- we, my mom has an entire cupboard that's just to go coffee cups 
Mm. <laughs> I actually need some, so can I stop? Of course. <laughs> How I realized I, we many? only have one in our household. <laughs> wow. Uh, in my opinion, okay, this is actually I'd like to talk about because I, yes. <laughs> I have a lot of coffee cups, but if I'm being honest, I've had like one really good one that I've had now. I think we're going on six years with this coffee cup, and yeah. I don't need any cup besides this one. It's the only right, one I use. It's right. the only one I like. So I would say you only need one good one. Yeah. Well, okay. So I had a really good one and someone who lives with me, mm. not the cats, broke it. <laughs> oh. Broke it. And I'm just going to call him out right now. It was a glass one. So okay. it was like one that you can oh. brew your own. Mm, it was like really nice. fancy. You can yeah. mm -hmm. you can do a pour over thing in it. Mm -hmm. um, and that was like two years ago and they said they were going to buy me a new one. So I'm just going to say, Adam, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> It's Man, time. Yeah, I was just on. thinking, I really hadn't thought about it until recently because I like haven't needed it that much to like leave the house with. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. lately I'm like, wait, I needed to go coffee cup. And that, that was like a really nice one. Well, so and once you find one out. you like, I feel like, okay, I feel mm -hmm. like a coffee exactly. cup is like a scrunchie. Like you always need one. Yeah. Right. And you have a, we have one you like that you prefer. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. It's easier to just have one too because then it's like, this is the one I clean. I just like, Come come home, get it clean. Like I'm not like you know waiting. It's not like in the bunch of other stuff that's not done yet. Just that do is it how every I day. feel. Yeah, it's like your purse. It's like okay, here's your purse and your coffee cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's also full of wrappers by the end of the day too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, have you guys? Okay, so I bought like a backpack. I usually use a backpack instead of a purse, mm -hmm. and. I, you know, when you like are looking for something like that, you're like, I want one with like so many pockets because I'm going to know where exactly yeah. everything goes in and every, and it's like, no, this is a disaster. Yeah. I, I all it. I have are just pockets full of random shit. None, nothing is in the place where it should be. No, no. It's bad. That's so I always true. forget. I <laughs> yeah. always forget where I put my, because I, I hate using a purse because I always feel like I put my phone in one pocket and then I forget that that's the one I put my phone in. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like I've lost my you phone. You don't have your phone. don't have a key. So it's just in my back pocket. Yeah. Key the, all, the four the four essentials are, are always never, like they're just loose they're swimming and in the ether yeah, yeah. and we need to accept yeah. that that's all it's ever going to be is the ether the mm -hmm. pockets are yeah. a fallacy <laughs> this is this is why I have been since 1995 I've been a carabiner keys growl with like oh fucking a wallet and a phone as close together as being one thing as possible I very rarely carry a purse okay for that I'm reason I'm trying to roll like that and I have been for a while and I'm not mm -hmm. at ease <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I I do too. I have the wall. I have my phone that has the credit card thing on the back. Mm -hmm. So I pretty much just have that and my keys now. I really don't. I I only bring my backpack with me if I need like my computer yeah. or other stuff. Yeah. But I'm yeah. I'm not rolling with anything else because I just I end up putting too much shit in there. No, I'm mm -hmm. I'm doing that as well. So like my current like pared down situation is I have like a little wallet phone holder thingy that yeah, has right. a strap. But there's not enough room in that for my car keys or my sunglasses, which is what's giving me anxiety. Because I I worry that we're going to lose – my sunglasses and my keys are almost as important to me, if not more important than my wallet. So, like, without having them all in one coagulated situation. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're not, like, a person putting your keys in your, in your pocket. No, because I also haven't figured out how to not make my keys be, like, nine pounds. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, you're just going to have to rock that janitor life. and okay. Yeah, I think let's get you one of those things that you it zips back 
zip, zips back <laughs> I to your... like that a, a zippy lanyard situation yeah. I know I, yeah. I have a couple of friends that have um that have that for a lighter so when they go to parties and stuff you can use a lighter and then that's it comes so back funny. to you that's good oh my god they're like I've lost too many lighters now you can't take my lighter you can use it in this it. economy Please. no we're... <laughs> yeah exactly no. zipping it back to me it yeah. back to me baby <laughs> I I used to have a bong that had a lighter leash that was pretty cute that is uh, incredible. I love that. <laughs> Did you yeah. make the lighter leash or was this Someone something that came with it? gave it to me, I think. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, shark, shark Tank, baby. Let's oh my God. I wish I, had invited, yeah. I invented bong lighter leashes. I, <laughs> I'll take credit for that. There should that be a is high one of those shark things tank. that I would think didn't exist yet, but of course it does. Yeah. Oh my God. Speaking of high Shark Tank ideas and, 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 belongings sean read me this article the other night that i thought was amazing so you know that the cheap airlines how they get you is like oh you want to bring a purse well that's mm-hmm. 50 dollars. <laughs> yeah um this guy bought like a hardcore fishing vest and put all his clothes oh. <laughs> oh. in the pockets i was like genius that is genius <laughs> So much respect. I you should not have told Brandy this hack. I'm waiting for the next time we go on tour. I, I my mind is racing I thinking know. of possibilities. I so much respect for this man. I know. Honestly, I I love it. What a beautiful, what an elegant solution. <laughs> the only acceptable reason for cargo pants, I think. Absolutely. Is- yeah. Oh, yeah. If we could get the, because the way I pack, I probably would need to do a vest cargo pants combo, but I'm not. <laughs> right. I'm not above it. And then you'd also need the shoes that have a little tidy zipper for like pennies or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, the, the, weed, the weed goes there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The weed goes there. We got a hat with a pocket, <laughs> fanny pack, the whole thing. Make the whole person out of pockets. <laughs> yeah. I love it. You just turn into like a Tumgus for traveling. <laughs> Tumgus, the AMPM mascot, if anyone. We should all yeah, say yeah. that is Those. made out of snacks. It's made out yes. of snacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but imagine underwear instead. Yeah. <laughs> I love wow. it. Wow. Wow. Um, do, oh, do we have any dates to shout out before we get to our guest? Nah, not over here. This summer. All right. Yeah. I'm doing, I'm going to be in Portland at the end of this month, at the end of July. So come out and see me. I'll be doing a bunch of shows. I'll be there from like the 22nd through the 30th and I'm getting all my show dates together. So just uh, look at me on Twitter. Look at me. <laughs> just look at go, me. <laughs> go to ladytoladycomedy.com to see a calendar with all of our stuff, all of yeah. our individual dates yes. on there too. Um. <laughs> All right, let's get to our guest. I'm so excited for today's episode. Yeah. This was a total blast. She's the winner of season one of Canada's Drag Race. Give it up for Priyanka. Oh, my God. (laughs) Priyanka, thank you for joining us. We're so excited to have you. Thank you for having me. You sound so not enthused. Oh, my God, really? I think it's just my natural voice. (laughs) I got you, bitch. The shady lady. What do you want from us? Um, where Where are all of you? Where are you? If we're in LA. Uh, emotionally, spiritually. <laughs> Physically in LA, yeah. spiritually, where are you? Physically in LA, spiritually, I think I'm in like 1970s Rome. Oh, <laughs> like doing drugs and getting fingered in the washroom? Yeah. <laughs> I, live, I live for like a good, you know, scandalous night of fun. Yeah. Fabulous I would like to be in like a cool yes. jumpsuit. 
and yeah. getting fingered. Well, I guess the jumpsuit would be hard to get fingered. And in, I would like to get fingered in, in Italy and then have a cigarette after without being oh. shamed. Which is the 70s. Yeah, but the yes. guy but the guy or girl, I don't know who you date, is a little bit like fugly, so you fake or orgasm and then you act like you need the cigarette after. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you just wanted it to end. I love a fake orgasm prop. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I'm dead. It's always good to have an out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because you can't totally say, uh, I need to go to the bathroom, which is usually the out, because you're already in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yeah, you are. You need the cigarette. Oh, no. You need a cigarette. <laughs> I love this. This is fun. You're coming to us. Are a you sw- single, it, yeah. Priyanka? I feel like that's yeah. the fun part of being single. Do you still get to do that? No, I was single three years ago. I've been in a relationship since. I like. I was the most promiscuous person because I, I came out so late in my life. Like I came out of the closet when I was 23. So it was like, mm. come out at 23, move to the gay village in Toronto, start drag, win drag race, all in four years. Like it was wow. so quick. Yeah. It's fast tracked. There's a quack, yeah, quick turnaround. Yeah, seriously. But I will say that within those four years, the scandal was at an all time high. <laughs> story. Like, I would go to the bar, pick up, like, have sex with a guy on my friend's couch. Like, he'd mm. be fucking me and my friends in the other room. <laughs> or, like, bath, lots of bathroom hookups. Lots of like weird after parties with weird people, and you end up sucking someone's flaccid dick. He can't get it up because he's on cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> those were the nights. And like, it's funny because like I think about those times. I was I love my partner. He's my best friend, and we have so much fluff out fun together. But when I think about those times, I'm like, do I miss those times, or is it that like? That was just when like life was so rock and roll and that's such a specific time in so many people's lives that like I could not do that now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know well, what you I mean. Could, but it's but. good it's it's good and I would say important and valuable to have that in your portfolio. Yes, yes, your resume, yes. your CV. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We always encourage listeners, like, if you're in, like, a bad, if you, if you need to get out of a relationship, don't fear being single because you may no. be entering this beautiful, glorious rock fuck and about. phase. A fuck, a fuck about. about phase, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's very freeing to have control over your sexual freedom. Mm-hmm. To be like, I'm going to go to the club and fuck and like be so okay. With that. There's, so much, there's so much like shame around yeah. being promiscuous, like especially with women. I'm sure all three of you were called sluts at some point. Yeah. <laughs> all of you are sluts. Um, I think that, that like, it's like, yeah, the, the, it's that's what I love about it is that that freedom of like, I'm just going to go have sex because I want to. That's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. And. And I love, I think it's so fun that single people can can have story sex. That's fun. What do you mean story sex? It's where you fuck a guy for a story. Oh, yeah, 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 for a story where you're I just see. like you're like I'm literally just fucking this person because I can't wait to tell my friend. I thought it was when you go to a storytelling show and the guy on stage gets you so wet with his <laughs> sad <laughs> story. <laughs> with his sad oh, story. Um, no, I, yeah, that was, I mean, yeah, my twenties were all, that was all story sex as we know into thirties. Um, <laughs> one time I had a threesome with these two guys. Well, they're, they're two guys. Well, I've, I actually had girl girlfriends and we'll get to those stories. Okay. So <laughs> I, 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 I was, we were wasted. It was like after one of my first drag shows ever, like I looked Aww. like a box of cereal. <laughs> like it was a, 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 a box of cereal. <laughs> and, and I 
went home with these this couple, and one was like a little bit more like twinky, like mm-hmm. l- like you know, like oh, oops, I'm a little twink, fuck me. And the other <laughs> was like more of a jock, like hockey bro, like go like Stanley Cup. <laughs> and um, is it open? Oh, thank God. Um, and while we're having sex. No, the uh, the little Twinkie one kind of started to check out and was like not into it anymore. But I was like wasted. So I'm like, woo! <laughs> um, and I, he looked over at his boyfriend in the eye and says, you don't love me. No! 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 It's fucked up. No! You had to be there for that? Ooh. I had to be there for that. And I was also <laughs> like half Hello, Jenny. Um, it was all like half. I was like wasted, like half in and out of drag. Like I've never really hooked up in drag except for the, this time. And he was like, then he looks over at me and is like, Priyanka, do you mind leaving? <gasps> it was crazy. Oh but no! How long did it take you to like collect your things? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it took me like not long. I, okay. I got out of there very fast. Okay. I remember having the most severe hangover the next day. Oh my. God, those are the days. Like, oh what a my life. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Did you ever run into them later? It would just be a very funny, like, pass I've on seen, the street. <laughs> I've seen him since. Mm-hmm. He, he the, the little boyfriend boy was friends with my old roommate at the time. So every often I, I, I would see him and it'd be so awkward. Yeah. But like, what do you do? Like you, y'all should be communicating better. It's not my fault that you got <laughs> jealous during the threesome. Like I was just like six shots of tequila deep and two Moscow mules and maybe three Long Island iced tea. <laughs> yeah. Getting pounded. Yeah. And it's not my fault. Like no. I should not feel bad. No. No, I mean like normally no. that's a conversation that I would love to be on the fly in the wall for because I would just like to watch the drama, but I would not yeah. like oh, to be physically imagine. be in the middle of it. Right. Yeah. No. If you could just not be at physically. their booth next to them at a restaurant. Yeah, oh, great. That's Put the me there. Great. Yeah. But yeah, if you realize halfway through a threesome that your partner doesn't love you, I'm sorry, but you need to be polite and that's a conversation for yeah. brunch the next day. Finish the threesome. Yes. Goodbye yeah. on your way. Close the door. Finish you don't love threesome. me anymore. <laughs> I love it. You I don't, don't love so me what's, anymore is strong. What's better or worse than that? Because I... I bit, I I wouldn't even call it a threesome because it was just I wasn't very enthusiastic about it and I was, it was just two and a half it was a yeah half. it was two and a half and I was just next to a couple having bad sex so what is that oh. which one's worse um, what made it bad what made yeah. it bad what um yeah it was just not good like I could tell it wasn't good were they having and fun I, were they like going through the motions like was there a I think it was a going like, through the motions thing yeah oh. so like, what a weird thing where you're just next to bad relationships. <laughs> I mean, I think you, it's not cucking yourself, but it's a version of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something was going on there. And I was just like, kind of like not feeling it in the first place. And I was like, kind of like, why did I put myself in this position, you yeah. know? And mm-hmm. so I was just not part, I was like, I'm not part of this. Was that a drunk thing where you were like, oh, one minute I'm having a Jack and Coke, the next minute I'm, I'm next to bad sex? or how did um, No, home? I was, I was not drunk enough. Honestly, mm, there's your That's problem. Fair. Alcohol <laughs> yeah. makes things yeah. a little bit. Alcohol <laughs> makes really bad things clearer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's beer goggles, but for your soul. Mm-hmm. Qu- yeah, question. Like, I'm, yeah, like I know this is morally wrong, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> 
So did you pull out your phone at some point and like check your email or like what did you do? I feel like that would be a real like you Me? would want to. Di- yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, no, I think I just laid there and then I was like, I'm leaving. And <laughs> I left. And then, yeah, I, she, you know. I did end up having an improv class with one of them later on. So that was fun. That's when you know you've been in L.A. too long. (laughs) Damn, that really sucks. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's okay. I think like I was also kind of annoyed because actually it was an ex-boyfriend like and his current girlfriend. And I was kind of just annoyed that I felt like he'd like convinced me to come be a part of this when I was like I wasn't really I was like not really feeling it you know what I mean and I was like mm-hmm. why did I like come over here yeah was you it know the ex-boyfriend that I think it is I'm oh, sure it is yeah okay yeah and I was just like it. why did I that you let this dumbass this is one I mean, that gets talked about this one gets referenced this yeah. One, yeah and I think when you have good friends it's like you, you that when you, when you start to know people for a long time, it's like you can you know there's like different ex-boyfriend buckets. It's like if yeah. you tell yeah, a story, I, I think I know which bucket, which ex-boyfriend <laughs> bucket this is coming from. Especially in the way, in the tone of voice as well, like what the story is about, you could tell. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah, it's like that game Guess Who, but just with a bunch of like different disappointing cocks. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> we should play a Guess Who, a personal Guess Who game. on our- That would be so hard to guess dicks. I've seen so many in my it day. It would be. Not to be totally obsessed with Vanderpump Rules, but there is where Babs and I are both binging Vanderpump Rules right now. And there's an episode where they show a picture of a guy's dick that's on the show. Uh-huh. And his girlfriend and ex-girlfriend like recognize it just from the dick. And I'm like, I, that's. Yeah. It seemed weird to me that they would just recognize it immediately. Yeah. Whoa. Feels like a scripted moment. I think unless there's I think- like something that is of note you're not really yeah. who knows but enough, yeah right? it seemed like it was photoshopped into another location also right. so out of, context. out of context <laughs> and as a reality tv show star nothing scripted nice try <laughs> <laughs> fuck we were really trying damn to it. get that damn it <laughs> admit it tell us <laughs> tell us expose that <laughs> Were you prior to being on a reality show? What was your relationship with reality shows? Like, did you know what you were walking into? I mean, I was, I went from like, I'm a television person. I went to TV school and was like hosting kids TV before I did that show. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was honestly the way that, because my kind of TV was so, there's so many rules. You can't like, Mm. say anything personal about your life you can you can only talk about spongebob SquarePants. Mm. you can't talk about like you cannot talk about like kissing or like oh are they dating even though like in the kids shows like sam and cat and like i carly and all that shit like the kids would date each other but like we as hosts were not allowed to comment on on it Mm. um there's so many rules so like when canada's drag race came, came along and i was like oh my god my life is going to change yeah yeah um i was like i am a producer called me and was like, oh, are you nervous? Like, you know, you are quitting your job to do the show. And I was like, honestly, I feel like this is like a TV vacation. I get to be on TV still. I get to talk about being gay and just be my- myself and also be in drag. Like, right. this is the best. And I also went there to give good TV. So whenever yeah. a producer w- was like, ask so-and-so about the time that so-and-so beat the shit out of them, I was like, no problem, babe. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so, <laughs> time that you got beat up because... Of a bad drug deal. Tell us about that. Yeah. <laughs> I was in it. I'm in it. I'm so in it. I love it. I, I love it. So it wasn't we like need we need the instigators. Yeah. You're. It's a very important. 
And and you're so funny on the show. And I think that's the important thing is like it's it is a TV show. You're there to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We're playing in the game. I always find it very funny when the girls are like, I blame the edit. Like, how <laughs> dare they edit me this way? And I was like, you said it. Baby. Yeah. Like we, we were told to like own our words and like you weren't given a bad edit. You were just bad. Yeah. Also, you tr- you trusted a story producer not to do you dirty in some way on a reality well, show. Well, and then that's, that's why it's important too to yeah. not take yourself too seriously because it's yeah. like, of course, then you know. But that's the beauty of the delusion in people that do reality TV, like you know Vanderpump Rules and mm-hmm. and the Housewives, is that they there's no whatever they're saying on camera. Like, although they're, they're, they're screaming, like, fuck you, I'm going to gut you like a fish. Mm-hmm. Like, in their mind, they're like, they've never sa- sa- said that. They're like, yeah. no, I was just telling her she was beautiful. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Like, it did, you have like, two, like, yeah, you've got two personalities. Like we, as the viewers, are watching the reality, but they're filming a <sighs> scripted drama. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they are, like, putting on the persona. Well, and, like, not to get, to, I do feel like reality TV is sort of, like, a new form of theater, that was invented sort of in the last 20 years. I mean, these are, it, you are like the, the talent on camera is writing and performing at the same time. And it's like, it lives in this sort of like, it's not exactly the same as appearing on a sitcom, but it's not, not that. Mm-hmm. And like, also, don't you think that like, if you were on like season one of a show and then like it aired and then you went, went to go shoot season two, but in season one, you were like, you started this big fight and threw a glass of of something on somebody and that's what you're known for. You better believe, honey, that I'll be fighting all of season two then if that's what the audience <laughs> is Exactly. Yeah, that's what they reacted to. Then right, right. Thing. Exactly. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's really evolved into something else. Like, it is theater at this point. You're right. Yeah, We're yeah. just... Like Lisa Rinna, <laughs> I'll never forget when Kyle described her. her as a trained assassin. Who... <laughs> She's a housewife. Fair. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Lisa Rinna is a housewife who was on Days of Our Lives. Uh, I love her. I just fucking thank you, Priyanka. I feel like we don't need to get too deep into it, but when she got kicked off the show and they were like, oh, Lisa Rinna's a bitch. It's like, yeah, we're watching Housewives. It's like every, yeah, that's the point. What are we here for? She's stirring shit. Good. She's on fucking Housewives. I just love them. I love that it's so unhinged it's like someone's doing coke in the washroom i'm on ozempic i'm also snorting ozempic <laughs> and melissa um, etheridge is here and um melissa, yeah <laughs> melissa etheridge is in the back I have, I'm, I'm on my sixth facelift they told me to stop at three i keep going i love, I love the like unapologeticness of like beauty that they think that they have to upkeep like it's it's amazing to watch because why the fuck not if you like it it makes you happy go do it Exactly. I will That's say, how I like about Lisa Rinna's lips is like she is, is it the deal? Like, was that her intention? Do we know to make them that big? It must have been okay. She's really stepped into it and like she's just made it her own and it's an intentional choice and she knows they don't look real, but it's like her thing. And I love exactly. it, exactly. Right? I, I think like, there's like a level you reach where you're just like, I know this isn't like a real face, but I'm yeah. just. <laughs> like living it up for what it is. That's what people don't get when they're like, oh, age gracefully. Women should age gracefully. It's like, well, maybe grace for her is having <laughs> half of her face be lips. Exactly. And also, if you're a lip face, it's kind of nice because at least you feel beautiful that way. And also, like, I hate, 
let the Kardashians act like they don't get shit done. Uh, I would rather, I would rather them be like, hey, just got back from getting my sixth nose job. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, like, just, you have a completely different face. It's fine. Just yeah, say you did it. Yeah, they look fucking great. And yeah. they look great. Yeah. Like, tell us that you got a nose job and your brow shaved down and your chin shaved down and your ass done. Because then that's what makes those beauty standards real. It's like, oh, in order for me to lo- lo- look like that, I need to be making some coin and go to the plastic surgeon. Like, that is a logical way of thinking. Yeah, this is not Versus a thing that you can phys- physically just girls, do. All these girls going to ma- ma- makeup stores being like, how do I look like a Kardashian? And they're like, yeah. well, like, do you have seven sur- like filler syringes in your purse? Because like, that's what we have to do here <laughs> for you to look like that. You know, and that's not a bad thing. I, I, I just wish that they were like the housewives more. No, you just be really. No, should be honest. And it feels it. off brand for them because they're co- so conspicuous with their wealth and with their Kardashianness. Yeah. It's like this goes with your whole deal, guys. Doesn't and, sell like, makeup though. Particularly when, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I actually really am annoyed with them because, like, they're all on Ozempic right now, and like, I feel like you, like, you guys are on Ozempic, like. But anyway, when they had those tiny waists and those giant asses, it's like I'm sorry. That didn't get accomplished without technology stepping in. <laughs> yeah, it's not a stairmaster. Not, not no. medicine, technology. Not medicine, technology. Fucking knowledge. I will say, Ozempic. One thing I heard about it is that you, it helps you um, with certain things like nail biting. And as yes. someone who has her, been a horrific nail biter for almost all my life, I was like. Oh God! Is this going to be the only thing that stops me? Like, wow. so sorry, guys. If it happens, it's not because of the weight; it's because of the nail biting. All right. Yeah. <laughs> do it. I'm trying do to find it. a solution. This is her. The, the, this was her Ozempic soft launch. Just, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just so you guys know. <laughs> just, just in case things are looking a little here. different. Yeah. Thanks for being honest. At least. <laughs> it was just for my nail biting, not anything else. I promise. <laughs> That's the reading Playboy for the articles. Like I. Knew <laughs> All right, we have to take a quick break. We'll be right back. BRB. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And I'm Priyanka. Ooh, oh, chills. Mystery. A little mystery to it. I love it. Just because you never know what you're going to get. I am half, I know the viewers can't see me, but I am half the viewers. The listeners, if you're viewing, you could see this. We can the see. The listeners can't see that I'm half in drag, half out. My lashes are on, lips are not on, and I'm in a robe, butt naked under the robe. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, me. serving fierce. The eye makeup is yeah. ins- amazing. Like, how yeah, long did it gorgeous. take you to, to get this far into your eye makeup? I'm curious. This is like an hour and 10 minutes. Like nothing crazy. Okay. I've been doing my makeup a lot faster because I've been doing a lot more. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm proud of where I come. Where, where I come? I'm, I'm proud, proud of where, of I where I come. you come too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love where I Were come. Were you always, always in charge of your own makeup on, on Drag Race? Yeah, Drag Race, you have you only have two hours. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Yourself. Get your wig on. Get your nails on. Get in full drag. Blah, 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 blah. It's fucking stressful as fuck. That's crazy. How? Okay, so on the show, it does I make looked, it look I like everyone's crazy. just shooting the shit during <laughs> while they're painting. Is it like a frenzied kind of pace or are you kind of relaxed and like talking? You're rel- like, it's pretty frantic, but they that's when they do prompt you to say all the, tra- the trauma questions. Like, mm-hmm. 
someone got shot, someone got beat up, my dad doesn't know I'm gay, all that stuff. I yeah. call it the trauma room. Um, <laughs> but but that that does cut into our makeup time. And, and whenever someone runs late, the first thing they say is like, well, if you weren't asking us questions during that time, we would have been ready. Um, that seems to happen quite often, but... There's one episode where I'm silent the whole time because <laughs> I was in, I was in the, um, it was the makeover challenge mm-hmm. and we had to paint ourselves plus the other person. And I remember not saying anything because I was in the bottom the last week mm-hmm. and I didn't want to get sent home. So I was so focused because it does kind of like, yeah, feel like very like, oh my God, if I fuck this up, I don't want to go home. Yeah. But that that is the space to get your word out. Yeah, your traumas. It See, makes sense. This is this is a specific skill. This is what I'm. I mean, drag is obviously like, I think the hardest of any of the competition shows because it's like you have the project runway aspect, yeah, the comedy aspect, all of that, the makeup, everything. Oh, a but, thousand percent. Yeah. yeah. What was it like the moment when you like won? I mean, I'm sure it was very surreal. Well. I won twice. Like I won in person, like on the day, and then they cut the cameras, and then they crown the next person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Um, and then I won in front of everyone when we were live streaming the episode. I. F- it's funny. I. I. I was more. I found it really cool that they said like. Um, the winner of Canada's Drag Race is what's her name, Priyanka? Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool that they use my tagline in my crowning. Yeah. That felt really cool to me. And then it just felt, I felt like everyone won. I don't know. Like, I, I know, like, not, not in a pageant way, but because we all like hunkered down and like watched this season during the thick of the pandemic and the lockdown mm-hmm. and canada they're very very strict la they were strict they were really strict too yeah mm-hmm. um it felt like we all had something to celebrate together after so much like darkness in the, in the world so like that that that's the best way to describe it like yes it was about me bitch but <laughs> it was also it didn't feel that way in the moment until like the fallout after where it was like the press day and then this sponsorship's calling you. Oh my God, this magazine cover. And like, that's when it was like, holy shit, my dreams are coming true. Like right before my eyes. And there, yeah. it was, it was everything I always imagined. You know, I would like dress up in my bedroom and close the door and like perform the pussycat dolls and stuff. Like things that I did as a closeted kid ended up being the thing that m- made me the most successful is like such a satisfying feeling. Oh well, Priyanka, we're gonna actually play a little game with you. Ooh, what's the game? I like games. This game, it was not really. It was kind of a game. We just, it's this or that, and for each of these, you gotta choose one. Okay, this or that. Okay, ready. This or that. This or that. This or that. No wrong answers. First one. I'm nervous. This. Or that. Be a polygot or instrumentalist? Oh, what the fuck is the first thing? Polygot. A polygot? Yes. Like someone that's in multiple relationships? <laughs> someone <laughs> who who can who can knows a bunch of languages. So know a Ooh. bunch of languages or know a bunch of instruments. Instruments, instruments. I like music, baby. So Do music you play anything? Takes me. No, I tried to take guitar lessons as a kid and then I failed. Mm, it's, it's hard. hard. There's yeah. a there's it's a hump. Hard. There's a hump you got to get over with it. That's just like really, it's, it's like quite frustrating. Yeah, 
yeah, I feel like sure. that's most instruments. I've yeah, I've tried and failed so many times. I've signed up for the piano, cl- the community college piano classes, and it's just I, not. I gave up. This is not giving. It's really hard. <laughs> I, I I would like to try guitar again or piano. I think I I could nail piano. I think I think I think piano is fun. Yeah, I think what makes instruments even more challenging than language is like the physical element, right? Like you can learn a language, but you don't have to teach your hands to do anything. Yeah, my hands are tired, you know. (laughs) Right. And like a language, at least you can start just on your phone saying stuff back. Mm -hmm. You don't have to like sit, be like, I, well, I guess you do have to sit down and say like, I'm doing it for this certain amount of time, but it feels more commitment to like sit down at a piano. Yeah. Well, it's also reading. I mean, it's reading a language too. Like, you know, how music is written out is its own its own yes. set of true. how things go to yeah so true. yeah i would love oh my god i wish you could that is one thing if i could go back i would be like make your parents be a dick about learning piano <laughs> so you like know how to do something like make them you're gonna they're gonna you're gonna hate them for this but you'll be happy you did it what's your like what's your taste in music bianca who's who oh i like pop i'm like a pop music lover i like i, I like a lot of sad girl pop like billy eilish mm. Olivia Rodrigo, Renee Rapp, like just like sad girl shit. Lana All Del Rey. The machine. Lana Del Rey. Only because like Lana Del Rey, only because the productions are typically so it's so good. Yeah. Yes. So like there's violins and there's harps and it's so like angsty and there's like a big, it, like I love that shit to listen to. <laughs> the kind of music I like to perform though is like full pop dance music. Hi, my dog just came in. Hi, puppy. Aww. What kind Thank of dog? You, Roberta. What kind of doggy we got? A mini dash dachshund. Oh, I love them. Where is she? They're so cute. Please come, come, mama. I f- I follow Lay on TikTok. That has like twelve. Oh my God, what a dream! Away. What a dream. Her, butt, her butthole in the air. Of course. Well, anyway, so that's the kind of music I I, I like. That love bitch. it. Love, love it. it. Okay, let's see. Um, pride or sloth. These are like two the like uh like seven deadly sins like the sin of like pride or the sin of sloth basically. Oh whoa whoa whoa! Pride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a fun one to pick. I think. Yeah, I think so. It's like to have like a bigger ego or to like just be super lazy. Kind of is like the two. Yeah. <laughs> I also just think that it's like because pride is such a. Ego is one thing, but pride's another, right? Like pride, yeah, like yeah. we should have. I feel like there's so right. there's should not enough of that. Should, let's talk about that. <laughs> no, being, no, being gay, being gay is a sin. Right, right, right. Gay or sloth? Gay or sloth? If you're a gay sloth, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so fucked. Hopefully, by another gay sloth. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a drag queen, oof, times are rough for you. <laughs> God, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, read thoughts or speak to animals. Speak to animals. Yeah. Yep. Do you what think you can What would you say to your dog? I always talk to her, and I feel like she understands me, but I don't know if she does. I just it's always like, it's more just to check in to see if she's okay. Like dogs are so, like you get to know their personalities for sure, and know what they like in their bad days and their good days, and when they're being mischievous and when they're not being mischievous. But you still don't actually know how they're feeling, and that breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. I know. Just that little extra little it's extra like a little barrier bit, yeah <laughs> it's like you know when she's like has the zoomies you know she's happy and all that stuff but like it's like when she's on on the couch just like sleeping you're like does she need a friend is she <laughs> depressed does she miss her mom yeah if i could right. communicate to my dog that like when i leave the house i'm not actually dead 
um, I would that would, would be really good. Yeah, I'm yeah. coming back. Oh, oh what a sweetie pie, little blonde. What's Sweet. her name? Her name is Daisy. Daisy, Daisy. pretty baby. She's so pretty. You guys look really good together. Yeah, we're, we're besties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is my lady. This is my lady to lady. No. It would be nice, like yeah, if you could hear, especially if they're sick, because I have cats, and you know, there's that litter that like changes color if they're sick. I would like them to just tell me instead of reading their litter. That would be great. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be yeah, nice. That's true. <laughs> instead of looking at their yeah. poop. I would like oh, it, to know. It would just be so nice to just like chit chat, gossip and giggle with my dog, you know? Oh my God. Oh, gossiping yeah. with your dog. Please. I don't know if either of my dogs would gossip. Garth well, the problem is all they would have to gossip yeah, about is would. you. So yeah. other dogs, like my dog has a very thriving social life because we have a dog walker. So she sees all of her friends. Oh, oh, you'd yeah. get so and, much good goss. And this person now. And so that she, you know, she hates at least one of them. She's like, yeah, <laughs> motherfucker stole my fucking bone. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I would absolutely watch the dog reality show if we could all hear their thoughts. <laughs> yeah, that would be a dream. Yeah, Jack would, my dog Jack would just be talking shit on everybody. I know. Yeah. I Jack's know. like another podcast today. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's thinking that currently at this moment. Yeah, he's actively like, when will this be over so you can walk me so then I get a treat? And it's all about the tree. Uh, he's like a he's a terrier he's like a terrier dachshund chihuahua mix. Holy shit. Little sixteen year old man. A lot of full of oh. piss and vinegar though. <laughs> oh yeah. I, love do- I I actually used to not like dogs. I yeah. Really? Them. You were scared of them? Did yeah. something happen? I got bit by a Rottweiler in my twenties. So that kind of was like and I I was already kind of like I didn't understand the whole animal thing. I'd always mm-hmm. be like, I don't really get like why people like dogs. Like why I don't get it. They're just fucking little dumb animals. Who cares? Yeah. Even even when like my friends would invite me over and they they, they would have dogs, I, I would like ask them to put their dogs away. Oh. Because mm. I was so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, like something came over me and I was like, I want a dog. My boyfriend was like, Baby, you're having a midlife crisis. And I was like, <laughs> I said, Well, if you are, a great way to fulfill it. (laughs) Yeah, right. I was like, no, I I want the responsibility. And and like, I want the dog. Like, I I feel like I'm I'm ready for for it. And it's been the most like happy, like fulfilling, hard, Mm -hmm. frustrating, tiring, but also exciting experience of my life. I, I, you know, what, what people never told me that the puppy era is the worst. Oh, yeah. No one told you? Yeah. (sighs) I'm sorry, nobody told you that because it is true. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, it's like why do people get dogs? In, They're in the so moment, cute. The moment, They're so cute in the moment. Mm-hmm. And and I and I and I, I my dog is quite trained. Like very, I'm a very like strict kind of like ret, ret, like the regimen is very strict in terms of like crate mm-hmm. uh, at least. Mm-hmm. During the day, you know, we hang out, but like at night, nighttime, I'm like, you ain't sleeping in this bed, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's what also was the hard part is that like I, I, I was like actively trying to train the dog as well on top of just having a puppy period, which is so hard. Yeah, yeah that's a lot. But, but that's I good, though. I mean, it's good you did, you did it. it. One now year old on Saturday. Oh, baby. Yeah, our, our cats have found our cats will actually break into our room at night. We have no. to set up a series of doors that they cannot. They we have like I have some fucking art. Um, what do they call canvases that are like I haven't used? So we like set them up in a series of things in front of the door so they can't do it. And sometimes they'll find a way through and still break in. So 
Wow. I, I'm not crate training them. It's too late. But you know, can you do it with a cat? I don't even. No, know I don't think. I'm sure. You, I'm not. I, I, I doubt it. Cats I'm sure we could lock thing. them in another room or something. Well, obviously, you we're not going to do that. Keep them in a crate if you wanted to, but I, I, I don't know if they work the same way. So yeah. like when dogs, no, like dogs, like won't poo or pee in their crate because they know it's their safe space. Yeah. Right. 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 But cats, a cats be shitting and pissing everywhere. So yeah, yeah they're they um, will fight you. A wild card. <laughs> They also don't have bones, it feels like. Because often, no. Mermaid has a cat, and like she, the cat will be under my bed, and there's like, it's like an inch to get under there. That's crazy. And then oh. I've seen him work his way out, and he just goes completely flat. Whoa, and it's really? like, a, it's like, yeah, it's yeah, like their snake. bones like it's work so it weird. very specifically and different. Whoa. Yeah, it's like, rats Skinny. do it too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ozempic, yeah, no bones, queen. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> no bones, queen, go off. Sis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Priyanka, heartbreaker yes. or heartbroken? Heart. It's a hard. It's you were a hard one. The first syllable. So the, ten, the tension. Heartbreaker. Heart, heart, heartbreaker. Because I, I I love transparency and like whenever I've like felt a certain way about somebody, I've always told them right, right, right off the get. And if they've been sad about it, I always say, "Let me tell you something. You are very lucky that I'm being honest with you because the other option is to ghost you and you not ne- ne- never know why." Yeah, this person le- left you. You do not want to be with somebody who's not a hundred percent into you. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I waste your motherfucking time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was a heartbreaker, so I could control the na- the narrative and give the person a little bit more peace. That's good. Nice. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I think it's a way to, to be too. You know, I mean, yeah. And there's like a ghosting epidemic, but it's like giving people just a moment of kindness, even if it's a little yeah. hard for yourself. It's also. I think it's important. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm usually the same way. And I've, I've had, you've had to go different ways. I've had people be like, that's cool. Or I've had guys be like, like what? I thought we were this or that. And it's like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm a nice person. I get along with a lot of people. But right. that doesn't mean that did we are compatible. Say, did you say, oh, I thought we were playing this or that? Is that what you said? <laughs> uh, you did. <laughs> you did. I did. This Not on Barbara's. purpose. Callback. Yeah. <laughs> Callback. Comedy. Improv. <laughs> <laughs> Punchline. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you kind of already happy song or sad song? Oh, I didn't kind of answer this. But you said it's you like interesting. If, if you were to ask me this question before I gave you my explanation about sad girl pop, I would have said happy song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's your Weird. go-to like like happy like upbeat pop bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who am you I listening know? to? Anita, Beyonce. Who am I listening to? Let me tell me. Oh, she's not happy songs, but I've listened to a lot a lot of Ray. She has that song called Escapism. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Listen to it. I listen to a lot of Renaissance Beyonce. Yep. I listen to myself. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely in my history here. <laughs> Good. Are you be- uh, Tess is going to see Beyonce on tour. Are you going? I'm going, baby. So exciting. I'm so excited. That show is probably going to change my When are you going? Uh, July 8th. Woo! And 9th. Two nights. I love it. Two nights <laughs> in a row with, with my girl. I, I've seen Beyonce like 17 times. Like, she's my one. Oh, she's my God. The, I think she's the... And I've seen pretty much... I mean, a lot of people. She's the best live performer I've ever seen. She is. She, there's, she is. There's... No one brings it like that. 
it's right. it's yeah the amount of spectacle it's like yeah. that's what it's i need spectacle. in a show it's, it's cool. fucking and she, it's like the she's working so hard like you feel the earth open up below her yes, 100%. <laughs> i agree with that i i don't love seeing her in these like ginormous venues like fuck off yeah it's yeah. like i get it it's you're famous bitch, but person. like this 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 the show's too big for what and like on camera, that show looks great. Audience perspective, those shows are hard to to really enjoy. Yeah, yeah, and yet we find a way. And yet we <laughs> max out our credit cards. And so <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's why I didn't go this year because I mean, obviously, I want to see her, but it is at like some point where I'm like, oh, if I if I can't be up at some point close enough i don't want to go because i'm going to be like oh, i want to i want to be closer to you so i'd rather just stay away and feel okay about myself no i feel that i feel that. just like there's gonna be like a netflix special or some shit so like that's what we have to watch together us that's ladies right. yeah. yeah and i'll be there for both i would like both experiences i'm like yeah yeah me too okay would i rather be a rich person of course <laughs> <laughs> would I rather be rich? If that's what you're asking. It's gonna be so fun though. But yeah, that vibe of going to the show, like what a everything around it was so good. Just like the yeah. collective energy of people going to see a Beyonce show is so special. It does. It feels like um um a large scale coven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pop coven. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, we'll do one more before we take a break. Let's see. Um Oh, wait, I, where was the... Okay, be an only child or have siblings? Have siblings. I love my siblings. Aww. I'm one of four. Four. I think it's important to grow up with something or someone. Just like someone to bully you to get like a thicker skin. Someone to steal your clothes and piss you off. Teach you about boundaries earlier in life. Yeah. You know, like things that... Things like lessons that maybe school teaches you a little li- later in life. I think it's important. I don't know. Yeah, I want to get a, a sibling for my dog, so I'll let you know how that, oh how my that God, pans please. out. Where are you? Saying, everyone is saying don't. Everyone's saying don't. Why? Oh, I have That's two funny. dogs. I love it. It's great having two. Dogs. It's basically like having one too. You're doing all the yeah. same stuff for them. Well, they're like they're like well like what if the second like the first one's good like what if the second one's a terror and I'm like well that's not, that's your fault bitch I don't know yeah <laughs> you can yeah. train your dog and also like you know they'll follow the lead of the first one in a lot of ways of, too of Queen Daisy yeah. yeah and then you get to watch my, them so like I, napping together and stuff oh, I know right and da- da- Daisy like loves her friends so I I feel like oh. and it, it it would be from the same mom so they'd actually be siblings oh see oh please. There you go. Different daddies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my boyfriend wants, so I wanted to name her the new one Daphne because I love that name. Yeah. But he was like, it has to be Daffodil. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean Daffodil? He's like, because we have to get 12 oh. Dashins and name them all flower names. I was like, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> you're a gay person. <laughs> you are gay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Daffodil, it is. <laughs> I also like ho- if they're here a comes pair. The homos with their dogs, Daisy and Daffodil. <laughs> One's a cross dresser. You know what I mean? Like, that's too much. <laughs> okay, what, 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 what were you Happy saying, Pat? So I yeah. cut you off. No, no, no. I was just like, I like Daphne. I like the ending, Daisy and Daphne. That go, they go together well. The names, mm-hmm. they match up. 
No, they're per- they're literally perfect. Yeah. yeah. Let me let me. I guess you could say Daffy I for Daffodil. Do- everyone on this podcast, I have to pause to open the door. Oh, please yeah, wait please. for me, or when I come back, will all of you abandon me? Okay. Yeah. Don't don't abandon me. We'll be right here. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. We'll, no be we'll be here. right here, babe. We'll be here. We'll be here. <laughs> but I, I, I won't be much longer. These girls talk so much. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Sorry. I hope you didn't hear that. We're make sure I'm still recording. Hold on. Yeah, I still record all that. Okay, great. Perfect. Okay. Okay, okay we're, we're just going to go about? to break and then we're going to come back and do the last segment. So. Oh, perfect. Okay, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, so we will be back with Lady Problems, everyone, in a second. Ooh. Hey everybody, we're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And I'm Priyanka. And you're listening to Lady to Lady. Ooh, get the throw. Oh, hired. Lady. Oh, that's a great name for a podcast, by the way. I think oh, it's thank perfect. You. Oh, thank you. Oh. <laughs> We've gotten a lot of different versions. Lady on lady, girl on girl. Mm-hmm. A lot of people get confused. People bring <laughs> us up on stage to all sorts of their own per- porn searches. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> That's incredible. That's so fun. Lady on lady. Ooh. Yeah. Definitely been brought up. This next comedian is one of the hosts of Girls on Girls. And I'm like, no, honey, that's not what I told you to say. But that that's fine. That's what you heard. My, my, um, my friend recently started stand-up and is obsessed with it yeah nice she was like at first it was really hard and it's hard when some of your jokes really fall flat but now she's like is this my my, my thing and i'm like if anyone can say stand-up comedy is their thing i think you should go for it yeah. yes if you if you love it i mean i love Very it to fun. death yeah, yeah it's stick my with favorite thing ever enjoying it yeah, yeah. okay we I, let me see tell me if you can hear this because i'm gonna try to share our, our theme song okay Yeah, yes, I love a whisper. <laughs> oh, okay, still going. We got the whisper. whisper. Thank you. And then, do you have that? Yes. <laughs> Who has lady problems? Well, let's hear. let's get into it. This one is written in. Um, and yeah, let's just dive in. Okay. Ladies, I've been with my boyfriend for almost two years, my my longest relationship, and things are becoming very serious. He's moving in next month and we're talking marriage and kids, all very exciting but scary. I love him so much and he's the person I want to be old talking shit about our kids with. Like I said, this is my longest relationship so I never really made it too far out of the honeymoon phase. Last night when he was sleeping next to me while I was reading, I kept looking at him snoring, getting so annoyed by the noise and thinking, oh my God, is this going to be life now? I have random moments that I catch myself looking him doing something dumb and I think this guy this mostly happens when I'm on my period. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) But how do you handle leaving the honeymoon phase? He was so shiny there. With him moving in, we are going to be spending a lot more time together. I assume he will get more annoying. (laughs) (laughs) How do we keep the excitement? Is that something that will just fade? Advice on dealing with men when they become annoying, but you love them. (laughs) I think I love this because I 
I've thought about this a lot. I've been with my partner for two and a half years, and he li- he lives with me now, and it honestly is amazing. Like, ten out of ten would re- would recommend if it's someone that's you're supposed to be with. The hardest part is that what what she just said about like the annoying mm-hmm. part of, of of things and being like, oh, like I actually don't want to hear this person snore or their fart smell or like <laughs> like chewing, like being on the couch together and they're chomping down a bag of chips and you're like, mm-hmm. I know that I sound the exact same way when I do this, but I cannot stand when you do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People need to understand that when they live with somebody that like space is the most important thing that you can give yourself from your partner. If they're watching TV in the living room, go in the bedroom and watch your own show, plan things that you do together. Um, Like everything has to be very, you have to be very specific about your alone time and have them not be offended by by, by it. Because Mm. like that to me is what saves a relationship is like, cause the minute you're like piled on top of each other and all Mm -hmm. the time, that's when, snoring gets extra annoying and 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 all that stuff in my opinion yeah she said she said at the end we're we're both 35 living in new york i have a two-bedroom apartment but he works from home and i freelance working from home part-time so we have a lot of time together so i think you're exactly right they and that sounds like they might not have much ways around that but maybe if they can be a little more conscious of like it's okay if we're both in these spaces all day and we don't interact like that's you know that's all right, but it might yeah, be tough like, in New York. Go to coffee shops more. I do think yeah. like there, I mm-hmm. do think physically being in a different building from each other at least part of the day is really healthy and good. Because I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Even just friend time. Friend too. time is so important. And like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, the snoring, and I get it because it's like, especially as a straight woman, you're like, you look at a man, and you're like, this. <laughs> yeah i was i was just watching like um i don't know a preview for an amy schumer special and she had a bit about like marriage is like basically like can you stand each other and obviously that's the lowest rung but i do think that's kind of where it's at where it's like they're we're annoying we're all annoying we all have habits that someone else doesn't want to deal with Mm -hmm. etc and it is kind of like about finding the person that you're compatible with on those levels where like it's not something you love, but you can deal with it because you love them, you know? 100%. Like, yeah. I'm super, like, sometimes, because I, I, I output so much energy into everything. By the time I get home to my partner, I'm either, like, moody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just, my, my tank is so empty or super tired, can't talk. Like, he's like, let's watch a movie together. And I'm like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's like understanding those things about your partner and being kind of like, okay with it. And also like setting your expectations too. I think like other than the snoring thing, I think that there's a lot of false expectation in a lot of uh, relationships where where it's like, well, why wouldn't he just ask me out for dinner? Like, I want to keep the spark alive in my relationship. But it's also like, you're allowed to be very like black and white about those things. Like, okay, let's look at next week, Wednesday, we're going to have dinner, probably pound, go to bed, not have sex for another two weeks. That's really fine. Like, like <laughs> yeah. it's okay. Like, it's not as magical as Disney told us. It, yeah. You can plan these things. Your life can be on a production schedule. Don't worry. I'm well, that's known. that's why so Disney's true. all about the honeymoon phase. Disney's never about the reality yeah, of the, the relationship. Thing that happens after. They don't yeah. show you the snoring man in your bed. Yeah, and- Prince Eric does not cut his pubes ever. No, oh my God. never. <laughs> Filthy. Never met a shaver in his life. I. Does he have pubes? He seems like he might not have pubes. 
That's true. No, no Disney people do. So like a Barbie crotch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Barbie crotch. Mm-hmm. I do think I was talking to my friend about something recently about like men. And she said now, and she was ending the conversation. She said, okay, now keep your expectations low. I said, yeah, you mean high? And she said, no, no. I didn't say high. I said, low. Keep your expectations low. And I was like, that's actually like really good advice. Like we all walk through life. Like I, this is my standard and you're going to come up to it. And it's like, no, in life, I think sometimes it's really good just to like keep that baseline nice and low. <laughs> I love that. That's true. That's great advice. That is great advice. Yes. I think yeah, also, everything is a surprise after that. Everything, everything like, wow. Exactly. exactly. It's if only up from here. Is, you're going to get pissed off or disappointed. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Keep it high to get into something and then lower yeah, it once, once you're, you're in. in. It, you got to take that bar and <laughs> take it down a few notches. And I will say sometimes, like, yeah, Sean snores. He's, and it is, it's like, I don't, I feel bad because our dog snores too. And I think that's really cute. A dog uh-huh. snoring is cute. Dog snoring is very oh, yes. cute. Mm-hmm. Sean's has like big man snores. And <laughs> it's a really off putting sound. But sometimes when he's snoring, I'll lay there and I'm like, no. I've literally thought to myself, like, you have to love this too. Like, this is part of it. <laughs> yeah. like, you have, yeah. this comes with him. This. And I think I have some really obnoxious habits. You know, I smell like a fucking dispensary when he comes home at night. And I don't, <laughs> that's me. He has to love that too about me. Mm-hmm. So yes, I have exactly. to love his snores. Yeah. Totally. I so have like, so many annoying snoring? habits can that you fix. Can you fix snoring? There is snoring, snoring stuff. I guess you can snoring try to do. Snoring is not a good thing. No. Yeah. Snoring is like a bad thing. Like it's like, like, you, like yeah, it means something. There's like an obstruction in your air hole. Yeah. Right? Might have a deviated septum. Has you ever tried those like snore strippy things to hold the nose open? I mean, I'm sure you guys have tried everything, but no, actually, we haven't. <laughs> have you tried the anal? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that we have tried. Yeah, <laughs> I will say too, like you know, this this relationship is the longest one I've ever been in. My myself, we're coming we're coming up to five years, and like I understand the first one you're in longer when I, this is the first partner I've lived with. It's very new, you know. It's I think the instinct to be a little like scared off or someone who runs away or something if that's what you're like before it makes mm-hmm. sense that it's kind of kicking in now. Cause it's the first time you've done this. So it's scary yeah. to make these commitments and you're talking about long-term stuff. I mean, you're not going to get married tomorrow or something, but this is a person that you see this with for the first time. So I do think it's like extremely okay to be like, Oh my God, this is real, you know, and reflecting yeah, on that. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be scared of it too. Yeah. It is, a, it is a new chapter for sure. And it is tough to get, get through. So like that's you're valid, baby. You're valid. Yeah. But like, you're going to see through these things like, Oh, this is a much deeper level of, of yeah. relationship I've, than I've ever had. And yeah, yeah to totally. that point, I do think like when you live with someone, there is like cute shit you can do. That's kind of like, is I think sexy and kind of cute and fun in a way that maybe that the beginning quote unquote like honeymoon phase doesn't have like you can leave cute notes or like get their favorite yep. snack or like be naked when they come home like I don't know there's like all kinds of stuff full bush out at the yes. front door oh <laughs> you think I have a bush <laughs> you never know do I give bush energy you're giving big bush energy for real <laughs> Tessa scandalized um but yeah, so I mean, I think that stuff too, I mean, obviously there is like the farting and the using the bathroom and all that, but like, I do think that there are like, so maybe try to find little fun and flirty notes you can leave and, and things like that that you can do to, to keep it fun too. That's a good call. 
Yeah, for sure. You got this. And I, I me and my boyfriend, we always say that like whenever we come to like a disagreement that's like hard or something that's difficult and we get through it, we're like, a lot of people would have stopped there. That mm-hmm. like would have been a moment where a lot of people said, no, thank you. We're done. But we're stronger and we're better because we got through that and we've like leveled up now. And this is new. Yeah. Right. And it's exciting. I think it's important to like keep. Yeah, we have to look at it like video games. We're leveling up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're being that we bought the, up. beat we're, the boss. We're taking mushrooms. We're getting bigger. We're <laughs> yeah, every relationship is a multi-level marketing scheme. Just get to the top of the pyramid, and then you will have it all. And, and then you'll have a pink, pink Cadillac. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I also think there's like a thing that happens in long relationships where it's like, as the person kind of becomes part of you, it's like there's parts of you yourself that discuss yourself, probably right. Oh, I yeah. think like that's sort of what happens in a longer relationship too is like they sort of start to enter your orbit in a way that like you see their grossness in the same way that you see your own grossness. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> as a gross and like I would as say a, that fellow Adam, gross, yeah. yeah, as Adam is like <laughs> I'm less gross than me. So like I, I'm the one who feels worse about the grossness, you know? And so mm-hmm. He doesn't really have a lot of habits I don't like, which obviously is, you know, ideal. But um, I definitely tend to be like, but you're dealing with me. So <laughs> you get a pass. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but yeah, good luck. You're in love. This is this is love. Like, this is what it is about. It's about yeah. this stuff, too. This yeah. is love, girl. This is love. This is love. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. <laughs> that's our show Priyanka thank you oh, I was waiting for another question I was like okay now it's next who else has <laughs> trauma that they need us to fix for that <laughs> uh, this was so much fun I had a blast the three of you are fucking hilarious Aww, thank, thank you, you. So thank you for hanging out with us <laughs> when I come to LA I have to come to you some of your shows please oh my god I would love you also make people laugh there too or, or no oh yeah. yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's all check off we just do check off I do stand up, stand up trauma. It's what I do. I just, stand yeah. up trauma. Yeah. Yeah, you three are great. I love this. What a great podcast. Congratulations on all the success of it, too. Oh, thank Iconic. you. Thank you. Thank you. Lady to lady, to lady, to lady. Aww. Where can everyone find anything you have going on? Like, Ooh, uh, fuck yeah. I mean, follow me online at the Queen Priyanka on all the platforms. You'll see everything. Listen, I'm everywhere. What is it? Everywhere, all at once, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah everything, everything everywhere, everywhere, all at once. All at once. Yep. Yeah, what they said. Uh, come find me. I have so many things going on. I have new music coming out. Wow. I have a new song out right now called Bad Bitches Don't Cry. I have so many secrets that are about to be told to the whole world. You will find out soon. Ooh. Exciting. What could they be? What could they be? Ooh. And you, that's it. I'm. Thank you. I just feel so, I feel so grateful. <laughs> We're so grateful. Thank you. And everyone have a fabulous week. Yeah, we're grateful for you. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye, fuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Three, two, three. Six but 30. It's six but 30 somewhere. Hey, ladies. It's Erica. I was recently listening to the most recent um, episode, and then I went through that whole thing, and then it somehow went over into another episode I hadn't heard from, like, November with Nava. And she was talking about, um, you know, the posters and things that uh, we post in our, our bedrooms when we were in um, middle school. And I lost my mind because I was like, sure, sure, sure. Kirk, Kirk Cameron, Nukes on the Block, that was elementary school. But then in junior high, of course, my mom hijacked my bedroom. 
so she decorated it, but she let me have this one poster. And um, so it hung there the whole time. And uh, it was like this guy, he's like leaning backwards. He's, he's a model, um, not an actor or any like celebrity or anything like that. But he was like leaning backwards. And he has like the whole arm over the head um, and the pensive pose and the abs and the chest and the arms and whatever. And I completely forgot about it. And I think it hung in my room for years. And then finally, like, I was, you know, older, and my mom was like, you got to come pick up your stuff. I'm like, okay, fine, fine, fine. I'm going to come pick it up. And it was rolled up in this poster tube. And I pulled it out, and I thinking I was like, oh, my God. I looked at it, and I could not believe. I was like, what were my parents thinking? Because, like, on it, it said, a hard man is good to find. (laughs) Sounds like, (laughs) like, of course, I thought it meant, like, muscles, but it's, like, this whole thing. It's like, how did my parents, like, they were just going, do-do-do. They absolutely knew what that meant, and I was oblivious. I just thought it was so funny, and I I wanted to share, um, so... Anyway, yeah, a hard man's good to find. Love you guys. Bye. God, it's like every time you guys are talking about the Real Housewives, I have to call in. <laughs> I'm such a Bravo nerd. Um, Taz is talking about the inception of Real Housewives and how it was based off of the Real Housewives. Totally correct. But originally, when they started the first season, which was Orange County, it was originally supposed to be about their kids. So it was about Vicki Gunvalson's weird son and weird daughter. And then they started filming, and the producers realized that the mothers were, like, way more interesting and out of control than the kids. So they split the script, created it about the mom. And now we have this podcast that we love so much. Uh, okay. Wonder I'll stop doing this. Love you guys. Bye. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brand Dazzle, and Testify Barker. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.